Good morning, and welcome to Local Matters. Ben Rogers in studio, and glad to have the new DeKalb County Mayor, Mr. Matt Adcock, in with me. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Ben. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for being here. Uh, appreciate your time. How was your Christmas? It was wonderful. Good. Had a lot of good time with our family and uh, visited my parents. And So is everybody local? Yes. So you don't have to travel anywhere? I don't have to travel anywhere. Well, that's good for you. (laughs) Good for you. Some people got to travel all over the country, and some people travel out of the country. I travel across the state with uh, uh, my wife to see her family, and we always always have a good time. Good to see everybody, and we make a couple days of it um, and see my folks before we leave. So glad you have a good – what about New Year? Everything good? Oh, yeah. Safety-wise in the county, New Year's was pretty good. Yes. Too hectic. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, DeKalb County is a very small uh, county with a small population. Our towns are small, so I think everybody just wanted to stay home and stay in, and I'm very glad. So, yeah, and I understand that. And and so you're actually the first uh, DeKalb County mayor I've had on. The former mayor, I had asked him a couple years ago to come on, and he he said he didn't really want to do some radio. So thank (laughs) you for for being here to talk about DeKalb County, because that's what we're here for talk about you and DeKalb County that's why you're here uh DeKalb County is a beautiful county uh it's a great county I've worked with them for over 17 years now uh had a little break in there because of a transition with some staff at UT and I had to move east a couple counties and lost DeKalb, Cannon, Macon, Smith for about two or three years but got them back uh when transitions happened again so glad to work with DeKalb and going to talk about you know what's what's coming up for DeKalb County what you're excited about but first before we get into that I want people to know Matt Adcock, because uh, it's the first time you've been on. Uh, I think I've only really only had a, one other official on from DeKalb County. And so you're here to, to talk about you and, and, and the county and how great it is. And I want to know your background. So I, I know some about you, but before you were mayor, and even, and are you a born and raised DeKalb County citizen? Yes. Yes. So and of course, born and raised there, and I'm going to bring it up. He's young, folks. Now he <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a lot younger than me. You were 30, 31. 31. Yeah. So thirty one years old. Uh, that's not the youngest mayor ever elected in Tennessee, but that's fairly young for a county mayor. You got to be um, you have to be twenty five, I believe, to be elected uh, county mayor. But um, so it, it, congratulations on you getting elected. We're going to get to that. But so you're from DeKalb County. So what's your background? So my background's in emergency services. I spent the majority of all my uh, time there. I'm a lieutenant with the DeKalb County Volunteer Fire Department. I'm also on our county rescue squad. And I worked for DeKalb EMS for about six years prior to running for mayor. So your your career has been public safety. Yes. And that's obviously something you're passionate about, to be involved with all three of those things. Absolutely. Um what what got you started in that career path? What was something that maybe in high school or you were a kid or a child or family, what got you started in that career path? It actually all started out at my grandmother's house. So my cousin, uh, Wayne Johnson, uh, come to, I believe it was Thanksgiving, and uh, we all would celebrate at my grandmother's house, which is actually right next door to where I live now. Sure. And um, he'd come up with some fire boots. And I was like, what are you bringing in here? And he's like, this is my fire gear. I've joined the, the volunteer fire department. He's like, I'm just going to show you all my gear. It's like, okay. And at the time I was working at Walmart, um, and I was, he's like, you really need to check into this fire department stuff. It's, it'll change you. Like you get to help people and, you know, not always at the right time, you know, you might be at work or you might be asleep, but 
somebody needs help somewhere. Right. And DeKalb County relies only on volunteers for fires. You know, it could, it could be a fire in the middle of the night and no one comes. Like, there's no one paid to do this. And that opened my eyes because I didn't even know anything about emergency services, nothing about the fire department or EMS. I always just expected somebody shows up, right? Somebody's house is on fire, then there's people paid to do that. Right. There's not. Right. So he was explaining that and educating me on uh, kind of how a volunteer fire department works. He said, try my gear on. So I get his boots, I put them on, and he's like, put this jacket on. Put this helmet on, you know? <laughs> he, he was recruiting. <laughs> yeah, he was recruiting me. <laughs> and uh, he put all this stuff on me, and it's heavy. Yeah. It's, it's like walking around in a big marshmallow suit or something. I feel like the Michelin man. And, uh, and he's like, now crawl on the ground. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, just crawl. And I'm at my grandmother's kitchen. Sure. You know? So I'm crawling around, and and I he's, he threw a, a Nomex hood over my face so I couldn't see. And he goes, okay, now you're in a room full of smoke, and there's a lady over here screaming for you to come help her. What are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. I'm not a firefighter. I guess I'm going to go over there and get her. He's like, these are the situations we get in. So uh, the next month, I got recruited onto the volunteer fire department, and that's kind of where it just started. And I really opened my eyes to public service and how I could help people. And I kept getting engaged and joining more committees on the fire department, just getting more involved. And that's kind of what started my bloodhound race on emergency services. That's that's awesome. That's why I ask these questions because that, <laughs> that, that gives me an idea of passion. You know, your passion is to serve. And it all started with your cousin getting you into some, some fire gear, uh, turnout gear, and uh going from there and i think that's awesome so kudos to your cousin for recruiting you and, and of course you said you're still active with that right yes and now i'm a lieutenant yeah on the fire department so, so you're a lieutenant uh with the fire department you're on the rescue squad and of course those are considered part-time positions uh depending on what's going on in the county it could be a full-time in certain aspects but you are the county mayor and i think having that background in public safety uh, and emergency services that that helps you with running a county uh, and we're going to talk about some more of that. But that's awesome. So you uh, obviously uh, joined the volunteer fire department. What made you apply for a position at EMS? So as I was going through the different schools that uh, a fire department requires, there's something called a rookie school, which is a 64-hour class that teaches you basic firefighting. And then there's a 16-hour live burn class that you go through. So after I've went through all these different trainings and things i've met different instructors and uh, one of them was matt welcome uh, he was my rookie school instructor uh it was down Dibral. i don't know if you know where that's mm-hmm. at or yeah. Not, but yeah yeah so it's a really small uh called north warren fire department uh, they would bring people in from all over to do a rookie school there so there were people from north warren fire department there's people from DeKalb county fire department people from rock island fire department dif- uh, all these people from different agencies and departments have come, all come together to teach their rookies. And um, Matt Welcome was my instructor, and I, he was so awesome. He was just so intelligent and informative about everything. And I, he even brought it even more out of me, I feel like, uh, doing a lot of the trainings that we had to do, like uh, crawling in confined spaces and, and doing a lot of the harder uh, physical training. But uh, I told him, I said, Matt, 
I want to do this all the time, like for a career. Mm-hmm. And that was, he works for, I believe he still currently works for Murfreesboro Fire Department. And he did at the time that I went through rookie school. And he said, well, if you want to, to do this as a career, he's like, you need some more credentials. You need to get an EMT, at least like a advanced EMT degree, uh, go through and do all your testing and apply for Murfreesboro if, you, if that's what you want to do. Because I wanted to kind of follow in his footsteps because he was talking about how great of a program Murfreesboro offers and things like that. So I went to Motlow and went to our basic EMT school and advanced EMT school. And uh, after I got out, I was going to apply for Murfreesboro Fire and Hoyt Hale, the EMS director mm-hmm. from Smithfield, was like, mm-hmm. I really need EMTs. Like, I don't know how, how soon that you would be able to get on to Murfreesboro because they do have a hiring process and it's very long and right. you may or may not get on there because everybody wants to work there. They're in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And um, Hoyt Hale's like, I'll give you a job today. You come in the office, I'll give you a job today. You know, working on an ambulance. I was like, well, that's a little bit different, you know, than what I was looking for, but it's at home. It's a 10-minute drive and sure, yeah, that's better than what I'm doing right now. So, sure. so I started working for the Cab EMS then really liked there so uh hoyt was really easy to work with really nice guy uh saw the passion and all those paramedics and emts there and kind of become part of the family and right. i ended up working there for six years and uh, kind of got to the point where i was like i'd i'd rather almost work here than work at murphy River fire and then i won't have to drive so far right. <laughs> to work every sure. day so and still get to do uh public service yeah you still get to help still people. get to help people yeah and I mean, EMS, anybody that's had an emergency in their family or anything like that can see the importance of uh, EMS services, um, especially somebody that needs to go to Nashville or Cookville to, to a higher uh, facility. But after after EMS, really that's what got me into government right. because I kind of saw – how things were going and how behind DeKalb County was in the times compared to all the other EMS and fire services and and things like that. And that's what inspired me to run for county commission. So, and I'm glad you got, you brought that up because I wanted to talk to you about that desire to run because, you know, public service and the emergency services field is hard enough, right? I mean, it's, it's a full-time job. You're helping people. You're doing the best you can to help people. Sometimes you can't help everybody. Things happen right. where you, you, you can't, uh, something didn't go the way you wanted it to go, but still you're, you're sacrificing your time. And then there's public service on the government side of things, which you, you want to pursue by running for county commission. And I do want to talk about that when we come back after the break about how that experience, because obviously you're training with other counties, right? You're going to, to paramedics or, or uh, ambulance service meetings and emergency services meetings, and you're at trainings and continued education, and you're getting together. And you may have come over even to Putnam County up here to do some training because we, we have a great area over there. Um, but you're seeing how other – you're listening to other, other guys and girls talk about what their county does. So that that intrigues me to kind of know more about that process. I'm with Matt Adcock. He is the new DeKalb County Mayor. Um, he's joined me this morning. Great so far, and just glad to have you here, Matt, because we want to talk more about your career and your passion to serve and why you ran for mayor, and then talk about DeKalb County, of course, and get some insight from you on where DeKalb's going. We'll be back in just a moment here on Local Matters. This has been Rogers. We'll be back in just a moment. 
What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers is with Mr. Matt Adcock, the new DeKalb County Mayor. Actually elected in August, started uh, his first day September 1, like other elected officials. And I've I've told you folks that I've wanted to have all the newly elected officials in Upper Cumberland on within the next few months after election. And Matt and I have been talking about it since September, I think, and finally got our schedules worked out. But glad you're here again, Matt. Appreciate the, 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 the insight on your background and your passion to serve through public safety. You mentioned before we took a break that uh, – being and and working at the ambulance service for under Hoyt Hill and and uh, seeing how things are and then interacting with other counties and maybe going through uh, different trainings with other counties and hearing how their counties work inspired you to run for county commission. Was there any one thing that you heard or was it just a, a multitude of things from other counties and you thought because you mentioned you thought DeKalb County may be a little bit behind. Was there any one thing or was it just several things? It was several things. There was. I could just see that DeKalb County was in the past. And by going to a lot of these other trainings and stuff in other counties and, and speaking with other officials, I'm like, why can't we move forward like a lot of the other counties are moving forward? You know, what's stopping us? So that's what got me interested in commission meetings and kind of started coming to some of them and listening and trying to understand the process of, how everything goes and it just inspired me to run for commission so we wasn't very far from an election at the time so i was like well instead of complaining about it i want to go fix it right i want to be a part of the solution Mm -hmm. not the problem so i don't want to come to somebody with problems and not offer a solution so i was like i'll just do it myself you know so I ended up running and winning, and I was at the on the sixth district uh, commission. We have fourteen commissioners, and there's two from the sixth district, which is where I live in the Belt County Bird Blue Springs community area. So I got on there and actually went and took a bunch of the CTAS trainings, and uh, our the introductional course was great, you know, in itself. And then after that, I. Did, it's like I couldn't get enough of it. I just kept taking the mm-hmm. online classes, trying to learn more and educate myself. That way I could better help the community and get us out of this hole we've been. I f- feel like we've been stuck in like the 70s. Right. right. You know, our time books at EMS was still paper. Right. You know, you still got to write down on a piece of paper. I got here at 7 o'clock this morning and I left at you know, yep. se- 7 this evening. And, and I'm like, well, 
Well, anybody could write down whatever you want to do on that. <laughs> so, yeah, you know that's true. Yeah. And I, I mean, if you was on, hopefully you'd be an honest person. You wouldn't do that, but there's not a whole lot of accountability, um, transparency, and that's kind of what eventually led me to run for mayor. Is like, well, you know, as a commissioner, I'm I was able to learn a lot, and we got to make some good decisions that helped. You know, like we didn't even have a policy and procedures book. I don't know, you probably remember that oh, yeah. conversation. Yep. DeKalb County didn't even have a policy and procedures book. Right. That was something that me and some other commissioners done in the four years we were there was we tried to help build the foundation that DeKalb County really never had. Right. So um, it's just trying to update and trying to pick out all the places that we've we're neglecting. Yeah, and, and of course, we're, I don't want to bring anything negative up, but the, a lot of the questions I got from the same group of commissioners that came in with you in 2018, because mm-hmm. there were several new ones. Oh, yeah. There was some quite a bit of turnover on the commission, but a lot of the questions I got was, well, what do we do? Why, like, in this instance, what are we supposed to do? Or if this happens at a meeting, what are we supposed to do? And my answer most often times were, well, what does your policy and procedures manual <laughs> tell you to do? What kind of rules do y'all have in place? Well, we don't have any. So when I would speak to you and some other commissioners, I would say, well, you might want to get together, get, get a few commissioners, have, establish a committee, have the mayor or however your however the history. So and I'll give a little history uh, here on county government. If a county commission doesn't have rules and procedures in place that that lays out how they operate, you know, how do they appoint committees? How are committees structured? Who appoints committees? Uh, how often do they meet? All these things that commissioners are doing as their jobs and duties according to the law, if there's no if, – if the, if the statute doesn't address it, then there's no guidance. And so history then takes over. What have you done in the past? Well, I get so tired of the response from pe- people being, well, that's how we've always done it. Or oh, it's always been done this way. I hate that word. Yeah, and so that. <laughs> that's why with when you all came to me and, and get, I kept getting the same phone calls from three or four of you all, we don't have anything in place. We'll develop a rules procedures, policy procedures of how your county commission works, how these committees work. What is their goal? What is what are what does this committee do? do? Do they recommend things to the full commission, or or do they just meet and talk about it and and then give a report to the full commission? What do you want to achieve as a county commission? And y'all started working on it and got one done, and I and that's great. I applaud you all for that. But that was the common question I got from the new commissioners in 2018 was, well, how are we supposed to handle this? What are we supposed to do? So you were lacking structure. Absolutely. And you said it, transparency. I don't know how many – you and I have talked several times. How many times have I used the word transparency? Transparency is huge in county government, any government. And so, yeah, y'all took something that you took – you took a lack of a resource and developed a resource for you all to use and have some framework to operate. And that phrase you brought up. That's how it's always been done. That, I cannot stand that phrase because it's like you expect somebody to give you a good, clear answer on, you know, why we're doing something. This is county government. I mean, taxpayers' dollars. Why do we do it this way? Oh, we've always done it that way. Yep. And that's I still run into that phrase almost every day, even as a mayor. I'm like, hey, you know, why are we doing it this way? Well, we've always done that, way. and you will I'm, for your whole term yeah. until you can. You have enough time to figure out how to, to to provide a solution. Yeah, and I mean that's what I've done since day one in office as mayor is try to fix that phrase. Mm-hmm. Be like, well, we're not going to do it that way because we've always done it. We're going to do it this way. 
because it makes sense. Yeah. But it's practical. Or the law says so. Yeah, or, or, the, it, or there's TCA code that backs yeah, it. Or, and you said yeah, it, practical. Yeah. Best practices, because sometimes the TCA doesn't address it. So what's best practice for our county? Yeah. And I think that's perfect. Yeah. So that that was a goal. A goal you set out. You and some other commissioners, you all achieved that goal. Yep. Uh, but you've had four years as commissioner, and um, I can't wait to talk more about <laughs> the, the differences of being a commissioner and, and now your first see, four months. Is it four months now? Four months of you being county mayor, and we may get to that next segment. But I can't wait to talk about that because I, a lot of our county mayors in Upper Cumberland um, are former commissioners, mm-hmm. more than half. And so their perspectives is a lot of it's the same, but there's some difference differences there. But a lot of it's like, man, it's completely different. It's very different. And, and so <laughs> I do want to get to that. Um, but I, I want to close out on this segment a little bit more about the commission part. What was something um, else? The polish procedure. You, you know, you achieved the polish procedures. What was something else that you saw that was like, oh, well, I want to know more about this, or I want to know more about that? Because you called me several times and we talked at meetings. Was yeah. there anything else that that anything stuck in your head like i just love to know more about this well other than policy and procedures a lot of the things like bidding bidding out things and uh there's just so many different things the government people don't realize like and then each county has a different rule yep. so like our, our rule we have a private act where we can't bid anything over ten thousand dollars yep. or we have to bid out anything that's over ten thousand or more and Another county might be completely different. So um, it was just trying to learn all the different private acts and yeah and, and things that go. Have you been <laughs> able to go to the website and see all the private acts y'all oh, <laughs> Some of them are so antiquated it is so, and outdated that it's kind of comical. It's crazy. You know, there's some private acts in counties that – so you can't, uh, you can't uh, walk a Fred Fox across the street or something. I mean, we're going back to early <laughs> it's 1900s. Crazy. It's nuts. But anyway, we got more coming back with uh, Mr. Matt Adcock. He's the new DeKalb County Mayor. Just great having him in especially somebody from DeKalb County, talk about DeKalb County. This has been Rogers on Local Matters. We'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers in studio with Mr. Matt Adcock, new DeKalb County mayor. Great information so far. Um, Matt, again, thank you for being here. And so we've talked about your history or your tenure as a commissioner those four years, and, and you, you had said one of the reasons you wanted to run for mayor was to continue that progress that your commission had made in four years. And I, I do believe y'all made progress. When you decided to run um, for mayor, how did you approach your campaign? It was pretty much just that, uh, updating DeKalb County, trying to bring them from the past into the present and uh, making changes like giving our employees direct deposit that they don't have and updating more policy and procedures that are outdated and uh, trying to get our equipment also updated because a lot of our equipment were old, like our ambulances were old and fire trucks and police cars and so just trying to bring us back to meet up with everybody else and their expectations yeah and so what kind of response did you get from your, the citizens when you campaigned well it was mixed of course yeah i think every election is that way but uh, it, it i did have a lot of support i did have uh, a lot of family and friends that were very supportive i feel like facebook during the election was just pounded with <laughs> yeah with uh election ads and so i got to kind of see up front of how much support i would facebook by the way is an awesome <laughs> campaign strategy if, if anyone's ever looking to run for something yeah. but uh social media in general social media in general cuz you're you're now in, in a generation that um even older folks mm-hmm. like my parents are on Facebook 
And so and they're almost 70 years old. Sorry, Mom and Dad. Um, <laughs> they're almost 70. And so they're <laughs> they're on Facebook. Yeah. So you're not just hitting younger people. You're hitting everybody. I'm hitting everyone. Uh, and I hear the young younger folks, uh, younger than actually younger, probably you, Matt, the teenagers don't even use Facebook. That's something that's not cool for them. I know. I think, they, I think they use something. That, I don't know what they use. But anyway, um, so you, you attacked it by personal interaction and social media. Yes. And I know you went to a lot of functions. Yes, um, I went to – many different organizations the, our rescue squad had a an event that we went and had a fundraiser for them i was there for that our fire department also had a fundraiser I was there for that our animal coalition uh sometimes i feel like everybody puts everything during those election times which is smart yeah yeah they do make a lot of money yeah so oh yeah. and that was good they were all good causes so um knocking on doors i've but someone didn't see me in DeKalb County knock on their door, uh, I'm, I'm very surprised because yeah. I feel like I hit every house. <laughs> well, it takes so, work. And it I, takes a lot of work and a lot of effort and a lot of time out in the sun. And you so, had to you had a primary. Yes. You first had to get through, yeah. and then you had the general. So you won the Republican primary, and then you got to the general and you won. So, yeah. and again, congratulations. Thank um, you. So I'm curious to know, on, on, from your perspective through four months, what's one of the biggest differences from going to county commissioner to going to county mayor? Everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's all nothing's the same. Yeah, it, it's, it's uh, it kind of I guess it opens your eyes a little bit. It does. Uh, it really gives you a respect for the previous mayor, right? You're like, as a commissioner, and I'll just be honest. There was times when I'm like, well, why why couldn't he get this done, or why you know why couldn't we do it this way, or and then when I get in that seat and you're filling those shoes, you're like, wow, okay, now I understand a lot of why we did a certain way or it's eye-opening yeah it can be overwhelming um uh, in the beginning the first two weeks it's like what did i do to myself mm-hmm. you know this <laughs> yeah there's a lot of things coming at you yeah at that point it's time. crazy yeah. so but now after three months we've kind of got some things ironed out and some situations under control and learning more about the job and you know what my expectations are for myself and what they are for my employees, uh, and we're trying, still working on policy and procedures. So yeah. now I'm going to each individual entity and working out policy and procedures. Uh, our EMS policy and procedures haven't been updated since 2018. Um, solid waste never had any policy and procedures, so we're starting on working a book with them. Uh, so this helps give our employees direction. Uh, expectations and a standard to go by so you know again we're going back to what feels like the 70s or 80s and trying to bring us back to the present and um, doing that as a mayor is almost overwhelming (laughs) about so many different agencies you're trying to do that for not just the commission yeah and well and it reassures your citizens there's some structure right Y'all just not flying by the seat of your pants and doing yeah. it the way it's always been done. And that's you know? what we run into. Yeah. yeah. So I think it gives your um, citizens some confidence on the direction you're going uh, with structure and, and the way policies are and, and how things are are supposed to be done or, or best practices, as we said before. So I'm curious. Uh, you, you've got four years. You're guaranteed four years, Matt, and, and a term as county mayor. Um what kind of things are you looking to to move forward or achieve during your term? So I have many goals. Uh, some I've, I've already accomplished and some that I'm working toward. But uh, 
my biggest goal and one of my campaign uh, strategies was transparency. Uh, so I've actually put on the website all of our agendas, our minutes for our meetings, and a video link to all of our meetings. That way, anytime anybody wants to go back and look at a meeting, they can go on our thecabtennessee.com website, find the meeting, you can find agenda minutes, and watch the video there on our website. So uh, Lisa Cripps has done an amazing job on our website. You know, I asked a lot of her, but she overperformed what I even (laughs) had expected. So, um, She's done a really great job. I'd like to thank her for that. Uh, some other goals going forward is a lot of our buildings. Uh, there's a talk of a new school. The school board's presented a, a school plan, and uh, so we're kind of looking into that. We've done debt debt study, and uh, we've also got a meeting with TCI coming up, and they're going to talk about our jail that's possibly not going to be certified any longer if we don't make some corrections so uh, there's always a talk of maybe doing a criminal justice uh, center and that's going to be difficult because we have such a low tax base right. in the cap county and you know, we only got about twenty one thousand people that live here and uh, so it's going to be challenging there's, there's got to be a bond involved obviously so. so how old is the jail matt the jail i think it was built in like the oldest part in the forties, maybe. Yeah, it's really old. They added on. I can't remember they added on, but I've yeah. been inside of it. not because I got arrested, but because I toured it one time. <laughs> and it, it's it's small. It's really small. It's um, really old. Yeah, and they've done a good job so far yes. with with operating a jail and and reducing the amount of litigation that's possible in a facility mm-hmm. like that. So you, you mentioned the debt study, and my agency did that for y'all at, at your request, and it. We don't have to dive into it, but but it did basically show that you needed more revenue to do a bond uh, to do the projects you're talking about. Uh, And so that's going to be up to the commission if that's what they want to do. That's how the uh, capital projects work as far as funding them. The commission has to approve the revenue, and that could look – that could come in a property tax increase. It could come in a form of another local tax. Um, But there's there's things that have to be done to generate more revenue to do those projects. And that's our harder goals that we're – that we're working toward um some smaller ones like i mentioned direct deposit earlier we got that rolling so next pay period all of our employees are going to have direct deposit instead of the old paper check uh so a lot of people are excited about that <laughs> so y'all Something so small can bring so, so much joy y'all still have paper checks <laughs> we still have paper checks yeah I, I got a few counties that still hand out paper checks um, it's gonna be good for them it's gonna be good for my writing hand yeah i don't have carpal tunnel as bad yeah. anymore yeah because you got to sign those checks to County Mayor. <laughs> um, so that was something you wanted to do, right? Yes. That, yep. And you've already accomplished that. We've we've already accomplished that. We've got policy and procedures in place at the solid waste. That, and we're currently still adding some more policies with them. We're revising EMSs right now. Uh, we're also got direct deposit done. And we're also bringing in a new trash schedule. So the... Our trash schedule was all over the place. It was like closed on Tuesdays and Thursdays, open Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Then another trash collection site, you know, five miles down the road, we'll have completely different hours, completely different days of operation. So we was just like every one of them was independent and on their own thing. So we brought that all together, and I've talked to some people about what would be the best times of operation. I've worked in my life every shift. First shift, second shift, third shift, 
and I've been on EMS ambulance and worked 24 hour shifts before. So <laughs> I feel like I've touched everybody's sure. kind of daily life right. uh, schedule. So I thought the best time would be nine to six because a lot of people are already at work early in the morning. They don't get off till about four or five in the evening. So it gives them time to go home and do whatever they need to do, collect their trash and get there by six. Yeah. And I'm, Kept it open Monday through Saturday. So every site in DeKalb County is open Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. So six days a week. Six days a week. It's only closed on Sundays. Some people didn't like that either, but yeah. I, f- I feel like a, a lot of people wanted time with their families. That's one of the biggest things I heard from the employees when I asked them. You know, Before I make decisions, I always try to go to my employees and ask them, sure. what, what do you want? What would make your job better? A lot of them, a majority of them was like, if I could spend time with my family on Sunday, I would really appreciate it. So before, so, y'all had centers that were open on Sunday. Yeah, they were open like Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, whatever. They would just skip around, and, but they all worked on Sundays. And so that was something I changed. I, I gave them off Sunday, gave them Monday through Saturday. So I'm like, I hope you, you help me, you know. I, and we, Matt, I like. I like what you're doing already with consistency and structure. You're providing structure to the citizens, and and once they get used to that schedule, all all centers will be open consistently Monday through Saturday from nine to six, and that that's important to people in their daily lives of how they how they function. So, Matt, thank you for being here, man. Y'all, you've been awesome. Uh, appreciate you with your time. I'm going to have you back in a few months if you don't care. Oh, talk yeah, about some progress and what what Anytime. else is going on in DeKalb County and stuff. But wanted to get to you and and um, your background, let everybody know who you are and why you ran. So congratulations again. Happy your county mayor, and, and good luck to you. And, of course, you know I'll be there to help you every way I can. So thank you for being here. Thank you, Ben. You've been a great asset to me as well, and I appreciate everything you do. I appreciate that. I'll continue to be as, as much as I can. Folks, hope you have a great weekend. Thank you for tuning in. Mr. Matt Ackhart, new to Cab County Mayor and to Cab County. Remember, go out this weekend, make somebody smile. It's always easier to smile than it is to frown. Make somebody's day. Be kind to one another. I promise you it's worth it. We'll see you next week.